friends. So keeping with the theme of some motifs we've been touching on here, I'm very excited to talk to our next guest here, who I will let introduce themselves with their names and pronouns. Drum roll. Yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Peter Stromberg. He, him. I, I think it would be. <laughs> yes. And your claim to fame? Uh, my claim to fame uh, in this uh, context, at least, is uh, certainly Calva. Yeah, so I'm the creator of Calva. So Calva is a plugin that helps um, developers that choose VS Code as their primary IDE um, use Clojure and, and, and you know get a REPL in there. And yeah, perfect. Exactly how I would say. Oh, perfect. How, how would, <laughs> would say that's the that's the elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> The one, the one. So, how long have you been doing closure and closure script? And tell me about that that journey for you. Yeah. So, let's see. It is. Yeah, I think it's it's closing into four years, maybe maybe something like that. Uh, and uh, so, I started. I had been like a developer for many years, but then. When I met Clojure, or was introduced to Clojure, uh, I was not a, a developer or programmer. I was a, a product owner since, yeah, quite a few years actually, and I have this interesting product that that brought me there. But then, then I was introduced to Clojure by the tech team where I was working, and yeah, I just saw. How different it looked when they coded from when I had been coding. Like so, yeah. I just like this is this looks super interesting. They they are they get immediate feedback when when they, they do stuff and and the, the exploratory way that they. I guess it was a lot about them as well. But I got just like very curious about it, and I found myself by that keyboard more and more often. And yeah, after a while, I decided to go back and uh, switch my career back to, to coding. So, oh, wow, so that's, that's... that's how it happened. Um, yeah, yeah, and, I had, yeah. and I had this, um, this, this product owner uh, laptop, small 12-inch MacBook that didn't really cope with, uh, with Emacs and, and, uh, or IntelliJ. So I, I, so I tried to use the VS Code and it had, didn't have... It didn't have like stellar uh, closure uh, support, so that's how it started uh, with uh, Calva as well. So you've kind of done uh, the dream. You know, you started as a developer, and then you went to product, and then you, you went back and you got to code again. So that's that's really <laughs> exactly exactly. And I get the like my product kicks from Calva, so it's yeah. uh, super. Uh, yeah. So what su- what languages what languages did you do before? Oh, which what languages did did I not do? So yeah, so yeah, I've been I've been uh, I've been coding in in everything from like basic assembler, uh, C, uh, yeah, C plus plus, Perl, Python, PHP, uh, PostScript. Had, had you had any experiences with any um, I say functional or data oriented languages before? No, not very much actually, and. So functional took me a bit to like crack open, uh, but I had to some extent I could fall back to my PostScript days. That was not about data so much; it was much more about presentation, of course. But it's very, in a in many senses, very similar to Lisps, 
even though there are no parents at all and everything so it's it's uh, but it's still very so so i could like find a footing in 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 that kind of thinking uh, uh that i had with postscript so i guess that helped me a bit but it's still i think i don't know i think i was slower than most people actually grokking it I, it took me a very long time before i felt as productive in closure as i was in let's say typescript or javascript or any other like imperative uh language it, it, it but n today i can say that i'm certainly more much more productive uh with with yeah. uh, with closure than with other languages but it was yeah, uh, well worth it of course but it was surprisingly hard <laughs> sorry yeah. no that, that's i mean that seems <clears throat> to be the the learning curve and i think that relates very interestingly to what you've you know what your goals with developing calva were because you said you, you watched you watched these people have these feedback loops and you were like oh that's that's amazing i want that you engage yeah. in a little yourself and but you wanted something a little bit more lightweight now did you initially build it for you or did you initially build it with a demographic of people in mind kind of with that product hat thinking <laughs> that you wanted to you know that you had you do develop as a tool for yourself or a product for other people i guess yeah so it started for myself it was uh, the sole thing uh, to begin with i just like i saw their f the feedback loop they had and the the tooling and the help they had i did i didn't understand enough about it to realize which what what about it was closure and what about it was their emacs amazing thing that we're using and uh so uh i wanted to like recreate that uh in uh, in uh in my in my editor so i was using this code so i will recreate that and that's why it's named calva because that calva dos is distilled from cider so it's very that's oh. uh, that's where name comes from so i just i, I want to bring as much of as much of this to here and it to begin with it was just myself but it was super quick that other people using this code picked it up so i don't know how quick it was but i had uh, all of a sudden, I had a thousand downloads, and I didn't even realize it. One of my colleagues realized it and bring, brought cake and stuff for us, like, so we had a <laughs> celebration at the office. Uh, so, but then, when I realized I had users, then things switched. So then, it was not so much for myself, but for these users that I didn't really know who they were and how to contact and stuff like that. So in the beginning it was a lot of but finding ways to interact uh, with the users and trying to understand uh, what it was. So yeah, that's, that's, um, uh, that's how it started. And I also pretty early realized that a lot of other VS Code users that was coming to Clojure had a similar background as I had, like we're new to closure. Uh, so so it, it quickly got about trying to make it as easy as possible to pick up closure. So it's so with yeah. Cal we have, we have spent a lot of time of making it approachable and easy to uh, to, uh, to, be, uh, to pick up. Yeah, because that does seem mm -hmm. to be one of the blockers for people. I mean, even for me, um, it took me trying to learn programming all of programming and Emacs yeah. at the same time. 
and I kept um, I did have Pie Charm for I was familiar with like JetBrains product, but that's also yeah. there. It's just too complicated. There's just that that that's it's like both sides of the um, of the puzzle there. Where where hmm. I would pick up Emacs and that would get too complicated. Then I tried to do something. I knew how to do some things in IntelliJ, some things in Emacs. Yeah. And it um, I definitely I feel very conflicted recommending. Um, you know, learning Emacs and Clojure at the same time. It's just yeah. you're trying to do too many, learn too many things at once, and it's, um, you know, it's not recommended. So it's been such a gift to the community to have something that is, it, it just comes good to go with Calva. And, you know, I think, like you said, the download, the thousands of downloads, it kind of goes to show that. <laughs> so it started growing, and when did you know? And And it's really interesting to hear that you were trying to, replicate the feedback loop that you see people use with cider. Um, yeah. I think that is so cool. And so, so important. I didn't, I didn't necessarily realize that, but, um, did you initially reach out to bug or be Batsov or, you know, how did that conversation begin? Yeah. So that's, that's a super good uh, question. So I guess, yeah, I reached out like in general, uh, very much to, to, to the community. So in, very quickly, I got uh, super uh, like generous support from Bug and and from uh, Colin as well. Uh, you know, they just cheered me on. It was um, it was amazing because I wasn't really sure about. Uh, I actually didn't know what I was doing, so it was like uh, uh, it was very interesting. These people, they just like disregarded that they understood that I was totally new to closure and everything but they they, they I guess they realized that I, that I was really interested in getting creating a good experience so they helped me uh, a lot very very early on so so yeah I'm super um, uh, thankful for for the early like just like the bear betting on this this uh, total noob so I think that's that's uh, like an amazing part of what what this uh, like this community is about I mean, it's just like uh, people it's not elitist in any way it's just like uh people people like um like the, the when someone else makes an effort that, and that's like uh, rewarded so i think that's that's uh, that's super nice but to answer your question yeah uh, i i don't know I don't recall how i reached out but i quickly got in contact with with Motidar and uh, I got a lot of help from him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's, <laughs> there's something so beautifully meta about that that <laughs> you, being a beginner yourself, you know, in, 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 embraced it, and then um, and then they embrace you, and you're able to build this thing that then can enable that for other people, and that and it just kind of yeah. pays it. You're, you know, it got paid forward to all of the people. That um, that now get to because VS Code is very. Um, you made this point a very lightweight. Where I've worked with, um, I've worked with mentees in different programs, and we're usually doing like HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and a lot of times they're given, you know, credentials for Udemy or Udacity or whatever those those yeah. programs are. And I think it's I think it's Udemy. There's one of them that always wants to um, recommend Adam. And a couple, yeah. uh, and, and my mentees, a lot of times they're working on, yeah, work computers that are 13-inch MacBook Pros from 2015. And they just can't 
run things like Atom or IntelliJ. Like they're they're you know my one. <laughs> my one so they can't run Atom. They can, uh, but it just burns their mm, computer up. Where okay. my one mentee, like, couldn't his his computer would get so hot, and like <laughs> you know his charger was melting. Like things like like I'm concerned. I need to close these windows. Like it was just taking up too many resources. Um, you know, and I've I've had to struggle through that where we didn't know what it was. I'm like, well, you should maybe try VS Code because that's the one that I know is is lightweight and works. And you know, he did, and then that problem went away. So I can only imagine that's mm-hmm. what it was. That's but, interesting um, because I like on the surface I think they should be as lightweight. I mean, it's very similar mm-hmm. in in the in the what builds them up. So it's yeah, I haven't yeah. I haven't uh, thought about Atom as being heavy on the computer, but on the other hand, it was very long time ago I used uh, Atom. Mm-hmm. So right. mm-hmm. I, I just noticed that my MacBook had no problems with with uh, VS Code. It was just yeah. like I could open uh, a lot of uh, windows and it was uh, quick. It has been a bit, become a bit more sluggish uh, um, uh, at times. Like I guess that happens to a product like that, but it's still mm-hmm. it's still snappy. Yeah, yeah, and maybe that would be something in the future I'd um, talk with Mauricio about because I know that he has he does a lot of development in Atom. And that's yeah, his, yeah. Um, and so maybe that he's be interesting. Uh, he's uh, thinking about, about like m- bringing together Atom. And this code. Oh, and that would yeah. Like building something that mm-hmm. that is like the superset of these two. Not so not not the common ground between them, but rather the superset. And making mm-hmm. a, like a super hackable VS code, but because VS code mm-hmm. is is extendable, but it's not as hackable as uh, as, as Adam uh, at all. Mm-hmm. And he like he, he really enjoys this hackable oh. part of yeah. Of, talk of, about of, of open Adam. source developer. Yes. Talk, yeah, yeah. But yes. he is. Uh, I've so. really enjoyed talking with him about um, you know free software and, and, and that <laughs> the whole um, I guess philosophy behind that. Yeah. Um, but so, also okay. so crazy, like he's he's like also a bit crazy. I mean, because well, okay, so I'm I'm going to try. Okay, he says like he might like drop this, but anyway, just just like having that idea, I want to marry these these two editors and mm-hmm. like yeah, it's um it's a big uh, it's a big project. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so, I so. love him. It's, it's super. <laughs> Super yeah, awesome. I, you know, he was one of my first uh, when I first started creating yeah, content. I saw he was that one, one of my that first a, first. Co- that I think was, it was a just super like, super episode. Oh wow! <laughs> I look back and I, and it's so funny. I I love creating this content because in engaging with all of you, I get to learn so much. And it's like my because I'm so socially motivated. And I look back, even though that was maybe maybe a year ago, I knew mm-hmm. so much less than I know now just about everything. <laughs> And so it's uh, it would be it's, it's kind of it's kind of like reading old old code when you're like, what was I thinking? I should I should probably get Mauricio back on the podcast again, like in an official capacity. Um. <laughs> yeah, it was an awesome it was an awesome episode. I've actually like watched it several times because it's it's so it's so inspiring. Um, ah, I guess I think actually the way. That maybe you were a bit ignorant about things actually helped it. I mean, I don't know. It it, it was uh, this uh, this was super super interesting uh, episode to uh, to watch and uh, and I, I, I guess the way the way the interview went. I mean, it was uh, he got to he got so much so like 
air time and, and room to so yeah it's very uh, super inspiring he's a very super inspiring guy i was yeah. i was a very good find <laughs> so, so that's something that makes me really happy it's affecting people's lives i think you brought up a very interesting point that um in 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 some way um embracing in embracing ignorance m- helps you learn better um that's something yes. that i've I guess, let go of as I've become a more senior developer is, you know, the, the fear of asking questions and just letting that melt away. Because if I just let that fear of asking, no one's going to think I'm less intelligent for asking an astute question. Yeah. And we're all going to win. And maybe I help somebody who was too scared to ask the question. And uh, so, I, you know, I don't know. I think it's really important to you know, I guess it was a good point. Good point you made being, being in making better questions. I think it's, I think it's like a, when you have had that insight, it gets to be mm-hmm. a bit of a duty actually to, to not, to not let uh, your, your fear, because I can still feel it. I mean, I'm senior in many, in many aspects of the world, but still super ignorant and new to a lot of stuff. And you always get into new, uh, um, contexts and every, the where everything is new even though we have a lot of experience behind you and i still feel the fear like sometimes okay can i ask this question is it super stupid uh am i taking it like a risk here uh but since i i've made that same insight there that i might be actually helping others to to dare ask a, a question like that so i feel like a bit like that helps me overcome the fear so I'll, yeah. I'll go first here and just ask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, um, that's why I love doing this, like uh, learning in public and doing these interviews. And I go in with like a base, but I just let the let the conversation let the conversation go. So um, I do have. Speaking of my notes, um, I am interested because I um, I do tend to think of VS Code as um, a lot of developers that I know that enjoy using Java that that JavaScript front end developers. Mm-hmm. Most of them use VS Code. Um, have you noticed, um, I, I guess, when you first started writing Clojure and getting engaged in Clojure, was it Clojure? Was it Clojure Script? What was, um, you know, and now when you find, when you engage with Clojure developers, any any Clojure developers that are using Calva, do you find that you're able to provide more of a platform for uh, people to get involved with Clojure Script? Because they're already you know, using VS Code, perhaps using JavaScript and just making that leap. Um, actually, I know a lot of ClojureScript developers that, that use Calva. Um, so if you could speak on that, I would love it. Yeah, so for, for my, it started, I mean, like my colleagues were mostly doing Clojure. Uh, but like, the, I was like, my, my most recent programming experience has been front-end things. So... I like grabbed the the front end uh, a lot of front end tasks to just I realized that it was almost like the same language, mm-hmm. so so f- for me like closure script has been like super important um, for like supporting it in a very in a, as good way uh, as I can because it it was like obvious that uh, closure script wasn't in the front. Uh, with their environment, they were they, they were using. They were like it was a bit hard to s- start closure script repls and stuff like that. Yes. So I spent a, a kind of bit of time to, to try to make it 
as easy to start a closure script REPL as it is to start a uh, start a closure REPL. I'm not not sure how far I've succeeded because we still still need we still need to um, get developers uh, and help to to bring uh, uh, stuff inside REN REPL and uh, up to to support closure script as good mm -hmm. as it supports closure. But um, so. So certainly, for, for me, ClojureScript has been uh, very, very important. But I don't see that, you know, the users of of Calva and and, and Clojure and VS Code. I think it's it's um, it's both Clojure and and and, and ClojureScript and men, a lot of full stack, of course, a lot of a lot mm -hmm. of full stack stack people. And I, I count myself, I guess, into that into that camp. Uh, because I don't have a preference, even though I might have a bit more more experience with frontend. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I don't know if that, I'm answering your question, but certainly closure script is super important uh, to uh, to support. So um, something I had noticed is that with um, you know Emacs and uh, Cider, it leverages nREPL. That is the you know the kind of that's what it's leveraging there. And um, if Calva is extending Cider, but um, I have, and I have used Calva, and I do remember, I think it does, um, it's a little bit, it seems a little less opinionated on which, maybe I'm remembering wrong, which is why I'm going to say it out loud, so maybe you can correct me. But, um, you know, nREPL isn't necessarily the only REPL, it's a lot, it's the one that a lot of us use, but... Um, yeah, that's actually something I've I've been working lately. Where um, I've been using the Krell REPL that David Nolan wrote mm -hmm. for uh, native app development, and um, yep. I actually on a daily I use three IDEs. I use I use Emacs and Cider and NREPL for all of my personal stuff. I use uh, IntelliJ with the Krell REPL for work stuff, and then I use um, VS Code and Calva for like my mentoring and then my. Um, my coworker. I see you're a Calva user. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've used, I, I've ah, used I didn't know. Calva. I didn't know. Well, yeah, so yeah. Happy I to, used... to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to meet you. I love meeting Calva users. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of um, awesome. <laughs> because a lot of my career has been doing front end stuff, and I really yeah. love being involved in like all all aspects of the product in the development is mm -hmm. you know UI, UX, front end, and a lot of that. Like that's why I had that's why I had noticed because. I've so many of my coworkers and people that I've worked with have used VS Code, and then because of Calva, been able to very seamlessly, um, be very seamlessly uh, develop together. And so, you know, I can, I can use any idea at this point is kind of the way, yeah. the way I feel. But uh, I love the simplicity that that Calva provides, and that's and that's what I think I really I, I enjoy about it the most. But um, okay, back to the question about. Um, the REPLs, as far as that is something that IntelliJ is able to offer, as far as it's kind of unopinionated, it asks you which REPL you want with a GUI um, versus if you like Cider Jackin, it's just going to set up an REPL for you under the hood and Emacs and Cider is just going to like do that for you. So if yeah. Calva is an extension of Cider, what is Calva's opinion on REPLs and which REPL is best? Does it try to do NREPL? Does it try to let you choose? What, um, what is your stance on that, I guess? Yeah, so I don't have an opinion, at least. And Calva doesn't have an opinion. Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, both Calva and I love NREPL. NREPL is like a fantastic piece of software. So I'm, I'm just uh, super happy that it's there. But there's also this, that Calva 
can't do anything else. It's just it only supports Unravel. But that's not that's not opinion. That is mm-hmm. that is more like uh, a matter of time and and like priorities. Uh, so I would love to to uh, be able to support plain socket Drupal uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And at some point, I, I guess we're 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 going there as well. And we have been uh, speaking a bit, Mauricio and I, about that. Uh, and of course, on VS Code, you can also use uh, Clover, which uh, Mauricio is uh, mm-hmm. developing, and that's that's mainly socket Drupal, but he also mm-hmm. supports Nripple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's probably a way that Calva can use uh, Mauricio's work in, in supporting um, mm-hmm. Socket Treble. We haven't investigated it, but it seems like that. Yeah. So it's uh, it's only it's only Nripple uh, when when you when you come to Calva, but Nripple is is ubiquitous enough that most mm. projects yeah. uh, can, can still just use it. I've used yes. it a lot for Krell as well. So I mean, it's not mm-hmm. it's not like uh, Krell is. It works perfectly in Calva, mm-hmm. uh, so mm-hmm. it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, because of my coworkers mm. and we we use it. <laughs> um, yeah. Something that I enjoy actually about the um, Calva experience is that it's uh, very easy to choose which uh, localhost port to REPL into, and so that's one of the um, you know that's that's when I know. I need to, because a lot of times at work, I have several REPLs, several different code bases up at once mm. and going between them. And um, it's nice to be able to just be like, you know, this number where I can where I can do, you know, I don't know, clear the DB, do do things very yeah. easily, tell versus in Emacs. I know in Emacs Insider, I, I know there must be a way. I don't know it. Yeah, um, of course there is. I mean, <laughs> I think I even, I even modeled uh, a bit of that from from how it worked inside because I didn't really have an own opinion how it should be modeled as a user experience. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I I'm just I don't recall it enough to to but I'm just guessing that since mm-hmm. Cider was my model it, it, that mm-hmm. that was where I I I, uh, I took it from. Then I also took a lot of exper- uh, like inspiration from from what's called Jackin in Insider mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. so. So I picked that one up to mm-hmm. make it as easy as possible to just start yeah. uh, start many projects. And, and for, 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 a, for a beginner, they didn't have to figure mm-hmm. so many things out before they had a REPL uh, running. But mm-hmm. then I think we took Jack in to like an, a new level compared to what was in, in CIDR. But I also mm-hmm. noticed that CIDR has taken like... Taken experience inspiration from 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 Calva there, so now mm-hmm. Cider's uh, jacking is is uh, fully in par with with what we have in in Calva. So it, that's that's super also interesting to see that we can actually inspire and and innovate like and mm-hmm. and then it folds and we find in each project we find good patterns and and bad patterns. Uh, we can like help each other uh, to um, to improve both experiences. So I think. That yeah, I love I love that everybody you know that that it, it really paints a picture that you all are working together to just try yeah. and support uh, all 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 closure developers. You know the <laughs> the old crusty fogies like you know 
take my emac from my cold dead hands <laughs> like <laughs> and the, uh, well, that you was, know, i think i think i'm actually like going like in, like in the footsteps of what uh, Busidar showed me mm. when mm -hmm. i started so this is how we do it yeah. uh you're trying to do this in some other editor that i don't like uh but he likes like the the closure experience and, and and creating it, and he was like super interested in in, in helping me get that experience right. So uh, so I think yeah, I don't know. I would have maybe found it myself, but certainly I mean he's like a role model for me, and when it comes mm -hmm. to to, uh, to to that to the view, so he's spending a lot of time on on like the the tooling below the editor mm -hmm. oh right? yeah well so yeah so this uh, orchard and enrepl and all that stuff that calva builds on i mean so it's he's made that on purpose so so he's powering vim and and mm -hmm. uh, um, atom and uh, vs code and uh, and emacs uh, as well mm -hmm. with this stuff so it's that's uh, super awesome actually yeah, yeah, and I, lo I love him on a per on a personal level too. <laughs> um, I've attended yeah. some talks where he told some um, like funny funny stories that uh, I think it was yeah, the Dark Spider talk. <laughs> yeah, he has some good stories. Actually, I, I talked to him once on um, at the time I was having some. <laughs> I think it was it was Linux problems. I was having some in our um, the platform, the recording platform that I was using was not. Um, I don't know, I got a bug in the recording basically, and I still need to um, go back and either reschedule with him or I need to Frankenstein together because we lost connection several times during yeah. the interview. So I've been procrastinating that because who, what developer doesn't love procrastinating? But now I'm feeling guilty <laughs> that I really am talking to you before going back and doing that work. So, Polazar, if you're listening, I am sorry. Our talk was great, it was very exciting. I, um, I will get to it. I promise. Now this yeah. will be inspired. I will be inspired. <laughs> so, so it's interesting that you say that um, he's been a, a role model for you, um, also as a community leader. Because you know, being attentive when you create a tool, there's so or you know, create any content, but especially a tool, it then becomes this responsibility that is that goes beyond where to monitor. You know, and I think another person who's wonderful at this is uh, Michiel. Work dude is yeah, just so certainly. wonderful about not only creating the tools, but also supporting us in using the tools and teaching us how to use the tools best. And it, I think that that's just actually, I think almost more important than the tool itself is, is, and so, um, I guess my question to you is, um, what has been the most challenging aspect of that? Did you necessarily anticipate that would be a part of it? Do you enjoy it? Um, what boundaries do you have to, um, I guess, draw with yourself since people all over the globe are using this tool? I'm sure it's very tempting at every hour of the night, somebody says, how do I do this in Calva? You know, um, so if you'd mm -hmm. speak to that, that would be great. Yeah, so so I don't, I can't say that I anticipated it, uh, but I certainly like, love it uh, to i mean to, to meet uh, and talk to uh, to users i think most of my time with calva is spent on support if you put it that way but like getting user feedback uh, and and trying to understand 
user feedback, trying to understand users' problems. Um, so that I mean, that is why I'm still doing this. I mean, if without like the user feedback, I would have dropped it. So it's uh, it's um, it's 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 the very much why I enjoy it so much. Uh, it's it's uh, it's um, interacting with the users. Uh, then of course it is very like obvious that you can you can let it like in, interfere with other things and other obligations you might have in your life and stuff like that. So I, I guess if I see someone struggling <laughs> with Calva, if I like know about it, then that like gets yeah, it's a blocker for me uh, to to try to focus on other stuff. So my my only trick there is to to not look in those channels. Just like when I'm like, for instance, when I'm working for food or or want to spend time with my family or whatever, then I just don't open those uh, boxes. I just like uh, so, because I know if I see some someone that needs help, then then I. Then I will only think about that. So I, then I need to do that before I can can uh, continue with something else. So that's uh, that's I guess uh, a bit of uh, the curse uh, with it, but it's it's mostly a blessing, certainly. Yeah, talk about a, fi a, a tight feedback loop. That was the the one you need to <laughs> necessarily anticipate. Yeah, yeah, I love tight feedback loops. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. We're developer developers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I do the same thing. I have to silence on my phone. I have to have like no badges. You know, the little red. I can't. Huh? I can't between all of my different because you know my Facebook, my family, my Instagram for my personal, my Twitter for this stuff. Like Slack is because I use Discord for work now. Slack is like the bottom the thing I check the least and yeah I have to silence that or else I just I just get it just gets I get too much too much anxiety um about I that. also I also limit a bit like the channels that I f follow because I realized I tried to be like following a lot of the places but I only have so much bandwidth so for instance I'm very seldom in the uh Zulip and 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 uh, also like the the the, the Discord um, um, closure channels. I can't. I just don't have the bandwidth. I just like Actually. I have to drop that. And I just okay. So I Slack. You can reach me on Slack, and I'm like yeah. Slack junkie. Uh, yeah. I, and and I also like look at Reddit and Closureverse, uh, but not not as much. Slack is. Where you, uh, where you so, reach me, and that's it. So it's just happened. Yeah, yeah. Once I once I tried my my big idea about a year ago was, um, what I tried to do is um, do like a IRC like a, a matrix. So I, I got a matrix server yeah, going, and that. then I got mm -hmm. and then I got um, bots mirror. Which I tried. This is what I tried to set, and I got I was successful mm -hmm. at least with Zulip and Slack, and. Um, where I and I tried to move all my personal communications over there too because it could do everything, and um, I tried to to solve that problem. I tried to mirror the Zulip, the Slack, the my personal chats, and do it all in Emacs, like like IRC with a matrix server. And then I you know gave up on it because nobody else. I was trying to convince everybody to like <laughs> move over to this, move over to me. They're like, what the. Yeah. I think I would like to try to try something like that, but what, where it gets like hard often is like 
so you can often like read all these sources, but then mm. you need you need to interact, like you need to be there, uh, and in like you know some some kind of genuine way, like you're a citizen there. Uh, mm. I don't know. It's, it's it's like similar to to like Facebook pages who just like you can see that it's Instagram content coming there. I mean, it's mm. they 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 are not there. It's uh, I think it's. Um, that's that's part part of it, but a, a solution uh, like you're describing there, if if it's also uh, uh, allows you to to actually produce content for all these channels, then I think I could uh, I would like to try it actually. It was uh, I will say it was a novel rabbit hole, but I <laughs> like I lost the ability. Like one of my favorite things to do is you know how you can react to anybody's post. So if you're do, if you're mirror botting back and forth. You don't, you can't do simple things like that where, you know, like I like the, the, the good old, you know, the eyes react when someone says their PR is ready for review. Like that's a classic. I yeah. can't, I can't give that up. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, maybe it was a fun exercise. It was a fun rabbit hole to go down for a couple of days at the very least. Um, so I want to backtrack a bit. So you had, so Calva has just, like you said, just, just blown up the way it was, um, you know, you you didn't even realize it. Then you had a thousand downloads, and um, and now you're growing, um, growing the team. So I will, I guess, uh, set you up for if you want to make any announcement or anything. <laughs> yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you for setting me up. Yeah, so I have super uh, uh, wonderful news uh, too. So for your users, the first to uh, your listeners, the first to get to know this. So the Calva team is doubling in size. That's been me and Brandon Rinch for three years, um, yeah, almost, mm. almost three years, four years maybe, mm. yeah, something like that. And now we're, we're doubling that. So, so last week I um, got Cora Sutton to, uh, to um, agree to, to join the team and also Lucas uh, Domagala uh, to, at the same time. So yeah, I'm super, super happy. And like the way it happened, it was like, like both Lucas and and Cora, they started to like care, take care about quality stuff in in uh, in Calva. So Cora was actually, I think, first interested in adding some feature, and but. When she opened the box, she I think she got a bit horrified. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so she started there, uh, 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 and and I mean, she, she had she has like added um, like linting rules and and stuff like that too. So the whole code base is totally so much more maintainable, and and Lucas like did similar things. So he added some some super missing. End-to-end um, -end testing of, of 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 Calva, a bit a bit because both he and I was like breaking Calva uh, uh, in in a few like PRs that we did. Okay, we didn't release those breaks breakages, but anyway, it was like <laughs> obvious. And and I just mentioned to him, okay, we could maybe catch this in an end-to-end -end test, and then end-to-end -end test uh, happened in Calva. And, and also, yeah, so bo both both are super, super, uh, I don't know, like nice people. Uh, 
So Cora, yeah. I mean, so the so way she she interacts with uh, with people, she started this like gratitude channel on the, oh, the Clashurian Slack, and yeah, so I, yeah, so it's it's the way I think it's very like she's super compatible uh, with with me and, and 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 Brandon, like in in the way she wanna treat uh, other people. So that's a surprise. And, and, and the same with, with, with Lucas, very super bright uh, person, but also super humble and 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 super nice. Uh, so it, we have a, like a lot of fun now in 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 in, in, in developing Calva because yeah, we have this interaction. It's 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 also um, I have for quite a few short periods or some, sometimes a bit about month I've been alone with Calva and uh, I certainly that is not as fun as having other others and people uh, to to share your worries and your your ideas and uh, so, so I, I think it's a super I'm so so happy to have Cora and Lucas on board it just thank you yeah. guys I don't, I don't, I don't think I, I don't remember. Maybe I've met Lucas, but um, I do know Cora. And when you had told me that in the chat, I was so ecstatic to hear that because um, <laughs> she does the, the 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 newsletter. I think was yeah. when my my first my first contact, and it was just so wonderful to see um, one another woman in closure because it's you know <laughs> it's 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 uh the the gender is it, is it more little, women with closure than with other Less programming communities. Is this less? less. Yeah, S- I don't know. I, I'm just, uh, it's, uh, but, but I see more. I think of them. <laughs> but uh, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, at yeah. least well, like lot. at least like in in the front, like Paula Geron, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's like uh, it's it. Uh, maybe that's the impression. Maybe there's there's like um, it gives me the impression that that closure has more of them. But maybe I'm wrong. Huh? Well, I I do think that there are. Um, there are less of us, but I do think that closure in the community does build us up more and has given, you know, if, if, if women have, well, I think the, there's a couple things going on there, but the, I won't, I won't get in it, but I think that clo- most people find closure later in their development careers. And I think that we're really only getting to the point now that, um, you know, if you find, if you're finding closure 20 years into your computer programming career that means you had to start programming 20 years ago and there are a lot more um women are a lot more empowered i think these days to do and encouraged to do stem and whatnot so um but i do think that the closure community is more supportive of the women that do want to show up and be involved i've I've felt an incredible amount of support engagement so i do think that i I understand what you're saying that it feels you're like oh i feel like there's more women here um, yeah, I've, I've never like reflected so much mm-hmm. about it. Like, but it uh, was, but it's, uh, but yeah, I just I see them. I, I mean, like you, ne- you mentioned David Nolan and mm-hmm. and where you're working and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like he had this uh, amazing talk with uh, about closure script in the days of TypeScript or something like that. Was that yeah, right? yeah, of course. Yeah, and of the course. two two developers there, like where they were showing after stuff. That was they were two two women, so I think it was like it yeah. just it just like looks That's like to me, it, like it looks like it's uh, um, I might have 
not seen that in some other community, but I haven't been engaging very deeply in other programming communities. I mean, I'm a community guy, but it has often been other kinds of communities. Mm -hmm. So this is, I guess, the first programming community that I'm really engaging with. Yeah, yeah, I feel incredibly mm -hmm. blessed that I get to, um, yeah, I, um, I get to work my, my, I guess, closest co-dev, like my closest, everybody kind of has like their, yeah. their pair. My, my team yeah. consists of another woman my age, who is um, JavaScript and ClojureScript developer, and then our immediate team lead is David Nolan, and so it's just it's really I hope nice that's to awesome. yeah, it's, that's a really <laughs> nice team. <laughs> um, but um, but oh yeah, what I was saying I love about Cora is that it was another yeah. woman getting involved, trying to trying to build up other people because that's what I really love to see that pattern of creating a newsletter yes. to share knowledge and build up other people, and that positivity and that glue is just so important. And you're really lucky to have her on the team. Yeah, that mm -hmm. she's going to provide that glue for your team. Um, yeah, she is. I mean, she's she's super supportive. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, and also like she's bringing. She's bringing know-how that we're lacking uh, mm -hmm. uh, in, 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 the, in, the, in the team. I guess you could bring that in different ways, but as you say, she's building, building a, a, a other up. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm learning quicker about this mm -hmm. stuff that she brings in than from someone that I brought it in a different way. She's just super, super... Um, I don't know. It, there's something with the way she 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 interacts with with the people that you know just just brings the best out of yeah, of us. Yeah, so I think yeah. it's super great. Sounds like she's a very good communicator mm. with a, you know high emotional intelligence, and that's I think why mm. it's so important for software teams to have women on them. <laughs> that's why the gender <laughs> disparity is such a problem. It's because we have these skills. But I I I digress. Um, so what, how, what's allowed you to be able to expand the team so much is, um, so Calva is open source, correct? Yes, it is. And open so source and free to use. Open source and free to use. So you welcome anybody to get involved in open source, but I know that something is close to your heart is supporting um, open source projects and um, you know, really the, the philosophy behind open source. And um, I imagine it must be so empowering to have created this open sourcing and watch it grown. Um, and I guess I want to use this as an opportunity to tell our listeners that you're, if you're enjoying this, if you want to help beginners get into closure, if you want to help foster that gap, one of the best things I think you can do is navigate over to the, um, the GitHub sponsors page that you have. And yes, consider, please do. Please yeah, do. consider going yeah. and it's a Patreon thing. You know, it may be, Five bucks, ten bucks, fifty bucks, whatever you have, that's that's you know, probably one of our greatest tools in growing our community. And growing our community is best for all of us. And um, you know, the fact that you're able to you doubled the team, um, I assume and you know, I imagine that it's a result of sponsorships and Patreon and, and GitHub sponsorships. Um Yeah, so I think like Calva wouldn't be where it is today without especially closures together because uh, they decided that Calva was an important project at some point so they they sp sponsored me in doing some super important stuff that I don't know if I would have been done with them today if uh, if it wasn't like they allowed me to to do that for three months straight 
so that was uh, uh, that was uh, super super important. So I guess in that sense, uh, the sponsorships uh, can really uh, create this. And also, I have some like Cognitech uh, is a corporate sponsor, and Liftoff is another corporate sponsor, and Pitch, where I'm also contractor and also corporate sponsors and then they bring in like the level of money where my family like are happier to share me <laughs> uh, with the closure community yes. so i think that's uh, also like important when it, when it comes to so then when it comes to like being able to grow 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 the team it is very much like grabbing the opportunity you see these two awesome people and just just i just reached out and can uh, can you consider um uh, joining and i guess like the project being where it was it it helps like in people to take that kind of kind of decision uh so but uh, yeah we we encourage anyone to we are try, try to make calva super uh, easy to hack on and we try to be super approachable when some people want to want to hack on it so people don't want to don't need to say okay they need to be part of the, the calva team full time to, to, to people just contribute whatever itch they need to scratch they just uh, uh, do it and our responsibility is is like very much about stewardship being uh careful with uh, what uh what features we bring in and uh how the the ux of these features uh is uh, is developing and stuff like that so that i guess that's that's uh, scalability in when it comes to uh, it comes to this just being being very clear i guess in in how how this ship is steered so it's yeah yeah, that's that's super important. That's something that I know that um, I, I call him I call him Bug because Bohazar. I, I feel like I'm, I mispronounce <laughs> yeah. it. So um, and that's yeah, I, I learned I learned that it was called Bug much later. So I, for me, it's always been Pusidar. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but that's something that he uh, has said. You know, I've seen him be very. Um, like I am just the steward there. Don't worry if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, like things are going to be okay. <laughs> uh, I think I, I think no. I was like concerned. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I don't, yeah. cider needs to happen forever. Without him. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, wow. We've gotten to talk about so, so many amazing things. And I, and I really love this theme of trying to help, um, help people that are at the beginning of their, make it easier, easier for closure to fit on people because if people just give it a chance, it will fit on them. But that iner yeah. that initial hurdle can be um, so hard. And, um, you know, I really think that this tool is very, very important. Um, oh, I guess one thing. So if there is this option for people to contribute financially, but since it is an open source project, um, I imagine that you welcome PRs. Um, if you want yes. to speak on... Um, you know, what, if you want to speak on, I guess, the stack a little bit, what it's built with, what you, um, some areas that you, that maybe need attention and you would appreciate somebody, you know, if they, whether it's documentation or testing or, you know, what's the best way for somebody to get involved in Calva and kind of dip that toe in and, and help you? 
Yeah, so so that's a very very good question. Uh, we we really have tried to make it super easy uh, to hack on Calvo. So if there is a page on the GitHub wiki uh, where it's named how to hack on Calva, and I think it doesn't take three minutes actually to have like your own version of Calva running. Mm -hmm. uh, so so that's um, that, that is one part of this, making it super super easy uh, to open the box and and uh, add your first change, whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. And as for uh, this, uh, the the stack. It is, Calva has been like, at first was developed as several different uh, VS Code extensions, but now they are brought together into you know, like the, the same, uh, the, the same extension, but to some extent they still have like, the, the APIs are a bit, so some of the, some of that makes Calva pretty easy to to reason about, I'm working in this Calva formatter part, and it doesn't really touch so much mm. of, 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 of the rest because it used to be an extension of its own. So that still still uh, still is there. Most of uh, of the code is is TypeScript. Uh, it started out as all JavaScript, and then we just renamed all the files to .ts, and then it was TypeScript. <laughs> uh, and, and then, like step by step, it has been more. More, more and more real TypeScript. And that's, of course, where Cora has helped a lot. Now, now I can really say that is, it is a TypeScript uh, <laughs> code base for, uh, for, uh, for real. A part of it is written in, 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 in ClojureScript. We have made several attempts to port more of the code uh, to ClojureScript in some idea that maybe more Clojure developers uh, want to contribute in that way. But we have uh, not Gotten so much pay uh, uh, for uh, uh, for that for those efforts. We have spent a lot of time, but then something has stopped it from really working. So the irony. So it's um, the, it's the irony <laughs> is because it's really hard to find a good closure script developer. So no wonder <laughs> you're because it's so hard to get into closure scripts. <laughs> Sorry, the irony yeah. is you're building yeah. a tool to so, make it easier. But yeah, I could see that being a blocker for having it. You know that that is kind of, I guess, an advantage that Bug gets with like um, Emacs and yeah, it could be. Is, well, you know, He gets to write it. I've decided in, to you know to 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 focus actually on what it brings to 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 the user. So I'm not I'm not too concerned about mm -hmm. uh, that. It's it's mostly TypeScript. I actually have to confess also I enjoy TypeScript. I think it's uh, it's a nice uh, <laughs> it's a nice language. Is that I, a confession? I, yeah. I, 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 I measure that by by how productive I feel. And I feel mm. really productive in, in in TypeScript. Yeah. I can say that I don't I don't love uh, uh, type TypeScript in in the sense that I love closure, but that's a very different <laughs> relationship. Well, uh, it's like you have I, different I have children. That. So <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> but it take it takes something else, I guess, to for to, to build up love for a programming language. It's very, that's a very strange feeling, actually. But but anyway, uh, so um, the 
there are like several parts of, of, of Calva. So, so you have this, like the static parts of Calva. There's a lot of that is powered by Clojure LSP, but so Calva also brings a lot of its own static stuff mm -hmm. uh, uh, to the table. And then you have, of course, the dynamic parts like the, uh, the REPL. Uh, this is powered, of course, by, by, by CIDR, uh, CIDR and REPL. Mm -hmm. And I guess, like, if if it's say one lacking thing uh, in in like for the user using uh, using Calva, um, it has been for a very long time the ability to work with big data structures. Like, if if, if the result is a big data structure, it gets like it's get a bit yeah, crazy the, to work with the, it in, in Calva. Old, and, any, and um, the good old uh, Control C Control P. Insider, that's that's yeah. like I know yeah. what you're talking about. You're getting a huge hash that map, one, yeah. yeah but, that one. <laughs> but Cider has has Cider inspect, right? So you can mm -hmm. like use Cider inspect, and then yeah. you can handle this big data. But it like but opens it in a different in a different yeah. Control secret. When I found out, actually, I think I found oh. out it from his talk, Dark Cider. You know, because something I love about Emacs is the, is the integration, the integration in the code. I don't want to ask you more about that, yeah. but but yeah, the Control C, <laughs> Control P in Emacs is a power move that's power and it's, it's the cider yeah. inspector it's the it pops it out into all, all your data structures it's a whole different window and that's all pretty and organized yeah. and whatever okay i'll let you finish sorry okay yeah but anyway so so this is uh, has like been covered i think in a bit for for many people that actually have this kind of results a lot of in in their in their day work they still use calva and then they use portal uh uh together with it because portal is another uh, it's, it's also like a, a VS Code extension, so it, they can live like side by side inside your VS Code window, and you can you can evaluate stuff in in in, in Calva and tap it, or uh, over to Portal and, and work with. So I think I think it has been for the better that we haven't spent like too much time to make some some half-assed thing in 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 Calva when something as excellent as Portal and Reveal comes in and, and actually takes care of uh, that use case uh, in yeah in the way it should be treated so mm -hmm. but but still we, we have uh, we have things to improve there this code actually is a bit hard to to extend in these areas so it's it's hard to make a rich um, in editor um, view of something else than just code. It's uh, um, it's it's not supported uh, like it is like in in Atom. You can like mm -hmm. just slap a web view right into the editor and and do whatever you want. But you can't do that in in, in VS Code. Okay. So uh, when you, if you want to contribute to Calva, I'm super happy if people just like. Scratch their own itches. That's that's super fine. I mean, and and also uh, you mentioned the documentation. I get a lot of help with with, with, with with that finding like typos and stuff like that. So it, the smallest contribution I think I've seen is it's just like one added T or whatever in in, in the in, in the documentation, and that's super fine because I hate knowing that there are, I have typos in, in 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 there. So I think so that's that's super great. And if you're if you're good at automated testing and stuff like that, 
that is that is super appreciated if you can come in and spend some time uh, and improve our testing uh, automated testing both coverage but also like the whole uh, setup of it so that's that that I, I can actually like announce for that if someone is is good uh, at that or even just like uh, um, I'm passionate about that kind of thing yeah. uh, welcome to to help the Calva team that yeah that's a call so hear mm. that hear that folks call to action here um, do you have <laughs> anything in place currently like uh, Cypress is actually comes to mind since you were speaking that it's a type a lot of TypeScript that's more of a like a UI end to end testing I'm not sure do you have anything any any technologies you got married to yet as far as like I don't know Selenium is not so we have no, so we have uh, um, Jest for for like the unit testing. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's uh, so. Are you using spec? I guess that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Unit testing, closure unit tests, spec. The other thing I want to ask about, or Mali, or something like that, and then Cypress use you. Okay, I'll let you answer. <laughs> yeah. So so we have uh, for the types report we we use uh, Jest like a, a mocha test runner and stuff like that to to uh, 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 to write those but then we have uh, like end to end testing well, that is more that is actually where where, where Lucas uh, came in and we had like the framework in place but we had just one test there so he actually added a real end to end test so so every time Calva is in CI it will uh, Build uh, um, the extension and run it in, in VS Code. Jack into a uh, uh, so REPL start uh, start closure in the project and see that you can evaluate stuff and get get results back. So that is in uh, is in place that and that's also where we would like both more coverage but also more love to how that works. So because right, right. I I wouldn't like um the the end-to-end -end tests to make make things hard to change i mean that's that sometimes happens uh, mm -hmm. with with uh end-to-end -end testing i think that that uh you, you you keep breaking them and then that makes you hesitant yeah. to to do changes like that. so i i want it to still be very uh very uh malleable is that the word yeah. i don't know yeah, test, you still, yeah. so you still want to yeah, so you, you want to be able to just uh, hack so something works different in Calvo mm -hmm. without without to be so 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 someone that's good with those things um, uh, uh, would be super happy to get help from uh, when, when it comes and for the closure script part it is the Shadow CLJS test runner that runs regular mm -hmm. um, CLJS tests tests mm -hmm. stuff. Not so much uh, closure spec in there, uh, uh, and also I, I kind of fond uh, with um, uh, generative testing. Mm -hmm. So we don't have that so much on the closure script side of it because we don't have so many cases there. But but in in Calva, Calva has this um, this uh, closure parser, right? So it's mm -hmm. part of. Of, co of course, you work with closure code, so you need a closure uh, closure yeah. parser. And uh, so, so for the scanner part of that one, I have had so much use of generative testing. So just like, okay, it can scan all these tokens, right? And it's like kind of complicated regexes that 
that, that, that does this stuff. And it's so easy that they um, do something wrong in some case. And trying to figure out all those cases by yourself is is super hard, I've realized, because when I added generative testing for <laughs> add it, it started to generate all those failing uh, cases for me. So that would be super helpful for me. Uh, for, for me. Uh, so I think that can also be applied at other parts of um, the, the, the code base uh, by someone that's that's more experienced with generative testing, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm almost, I'm, I'm bursting right now because I have, um, as I mentioned, I um, work, work with David Nolan, who is working on something that um, will help solve that need. At least, you know, um, he's, he's been conceptualizing a lot. I don't want to give too much away because it's not it's nothing to give away yet. But <laughs> if you were waiting for talks from David Nolan that have oh, to I am always Oh yes, you are. <laughs> and <laughs> let me just say I saw a slide today. We were talking about it internally. It was an internal in the top of the slide, the words generative testing may have been at the top of the slide. So I will let him control, you know, kind of how that, um, how that comes out. But look, um, look for that soon because I... Yes, um, I'm looking I, forward. I could, I could see him. He's, he's, he's kind of... Uh, we're talking about internally right now, so I'm not sure when it will trickle, trickle out. But it will. So um, it's really, really interesting the way that he took... Um, and his perspective on it. But anyway, so that's that, that's cool to hear that that's a need you have as well. Why? Yeah, so even just when that mm, arrives, I possibly just learn a lot from it and mm -hmm. take the inspiration yeah. down and see where we can apply it. So yeah. that sounds awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so we are getting <laughs> to the uh, the end. It's been, oh, time flies so fast when you're having fun. It does. Um, so I will give you a, a last opportunity. So we, we've talked, we, God, we've covered so much. Um, you know, how I didn't realize the, the um, I didn't realize the relationship between Cider and Calva. And it's even closer to my heart now that, you know, that <laughs> wonderful relationship. Um, you know, and I think that's really great that now it's possible to you know, um, recommend, it's becoming more and more possible to recommend closure as like a first language to somebody, um, to recommend closure as a language to anybody that, you know, um, that you can just get started and it's all in Calva. You have the instructional content in Calva and, um, you know, and as they grow and they get more familiar with Calva and tools, you know, it's possible that, you know, then they're able to take on engaging with Emacs Insider and they can use, you know, I think it's, there's this beautiful thing of using the right tools for the job, using, you know, um, not, not, I, I like to joke about picking a team. I'm a little bit of a troll about that of, <laughs> yeah, rah, rah, Emacs, but, but, um, but secretly actually best tool for the job person. So, so we, we covered that and, um, you know, we went over the new change with the Calva team, which is so exciting that you have Cora and Lucas joining you now. And um, how you're growing and how to get involved. How you know, if you want, I will reiterate: if you want to help grow the closure community, one of the best things you can do is sponsor Calva on the GitHub sponsors page. Um, short of that, if you want to make a contribution, that would also be very valuable, especially when it comes to the testing. That is an area that, but but really, any any PR is is appreciated. 
I will put the link in the show notes on the how to hack on Calva. You make that available for people. Awesome. And um, yeah, I guess I will give it la- give it back to you and and let you say any last words and say goodbye and any you know <laughs> closing thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, so I can mention one more part where you can actually contribute uh, to Calva, but more to also to Clojure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have this uh, getting started with Clojure REPL that you can start in Calva. So there's a command there, and it will start uh, an interactive Clojure guide for you, and it will it will start to introduce Clojure to you from the first principles. So mm-hmm. it's like what is a literal, what is a um, uh, special function, macro function, all that, it's, it's going, uh, going. But it's very, it's, it's, it's like it's a lot there, so you can really get started with closure, but it's not done. So here you can help. And this is not particularly in Calvary, it's, it's an own repository, it's called DRAM. Uh, so these, this closure guide and some other getting started repls are hosted in a separate repository. And the goal there is to have the same guides show up in Cider and in IntelliJ, Cursive, uh, stuff like that. So it's, it's uh, Calva is just like grabbing the content from this DRAM repository. So if you if you're like to teach and stuff like that, so please ask uh, me and the Calva team how you can contribute to this closure guide or some other guides uh, in this DRAM, uh, the DRAM repository. Oh, great. So that's, um, uh, yeah, that, I will, could have, leave that as my, my final word because uh, I think we can do a lot there when it comes to helping people get started with, uh, with, with closure. Well, I'm, uh, I'm certainly grateful to be able to facilitate these conversations and foster the community. In, in this fun way. Um, so thank you. Thank you for, thank you for agreeing to come on the podcast and talk to me. And it was just such a pleasure getting to, um, getting to talk to you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm super happy. Okay. See you next time. <laughs>